Hey, all you future Forexers out there. This is Kelly Johnston from Forex Formula Radio. Uh, we got the Forex Formula Real Estate Training Program, the Quick Commission Accelerator, uh, the ebook, all that stuff. I am going to do something different today on the podcast, and uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. I'm also kind of freaked out a little bit. Um, I'm writing a book. So I've basically taken the course that we put together for a track, and I'm turning that into a book that I think will be super valuable for brand new agents. There's a lot of concept stuff out there where uh, books will talk about concepts, but they never get into the nitty gritty training, like the nitty gritty stuff where you're actually thinking about what you're thinking about in each activity so that you get the most out of that activity. And the other part of it is, is I've added tools. So the book is actually going to give people access to a website where they can go to and actually download the tools in order to um maximize on those activities. So I'm really excited about it. It's a project I've been working on for quite a while now. Um, So I thought what I would do today is I would just read a portion of the manuscript and, and maybe get some feedback from you on that and see if you find that it's helpful. So this is just manuscript at this point. I've, I've kind of created this from the lessons and I've got somebody editing it and, you know, a ghostwriter kind of working on making it kind of flow properly and all that kind of stuff. But um, I got sent some stuff to kind of work on. I've been working on it the last few days. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to read you guys a chapter. How does that sound? All right. So what we're going to talk about today is the art of the conversation. Newer real estate agents, are you making $150,000 or more in real estate this year? How would you like to believe with 100% certainty that you will? What if you knew exactly what to do every day to make money in real estate? Are you the type of person that will do the work, serve the people well? You would devote a good portion of the day on focused activities and habits to drive business if you just knew what to do. Does cold calling or door knocking or paying for leads freak you out? Good, because it freaks me out too. Are you working part-time and afraid to leave the job? to go full time into real estate. Am I speaking to you right now? Give me 15 minutes and I know I can help you. Go to forexformula.com to learn how I created a recipe for success that anyone can do. You have the ingredients to be successful within you right now. You just need to know what to do. Learn how I earn multiple six figures working less than 40 hours a week. And here's the kicker. I get paid every single month. Want to learn how? Go to forexformula.com. The number four xformula.com. Okay, so here we go. I'm just going to get right into it. The art of the conversation. So if you're driving down the road or you're working on something, this is can be kind of in the background, if you like, and, uh, and I hope you enjoy. What do you think we get paid to do? What is the one skill that pays us the most? If you had to break it down to the basic core of what we have to do every single day, what would that be? What would that be that one thing? We talk. We talk a lot. We speak to a lot of people. The more people that we converse with gives us a better chance of making more money. Would you agree? Conversing with people is what we do. So as a result, meeting people is what we must do. As we meet more and more people, opportunities present themselves. Creating ways to meet people is your goal all the time. When you're in a setting where there is a chance to meet new people that may need you, your mind has to be tuned in to listen for opportunities. Remember, we are in the people business. Learning the art of conversation is a key skill to take advantage of at every opportunity. You want to meet at least two people every day. Our goal is to meet, converse, and then convert, right? 
That's what I want to add here to this part of the book. Here's the process as I see it. Lead to a conversation to conversion, which becomes a contact. So you went from lead to contact, but the conversation got you there. Then to the contract. That's our goal, right? Our end goal. All the time, every day, in all situations. We can meet people in many different ways at open houses. COVID's kind of changed that a little bit, just inserting some Kelly commentary as we go. But anyway, we have an opportunity to meet both sellers and buyers in open houses or through opportunities of having listings, right? When we receive a phone call from our signage, we are meeting someone for the first time. The response that you craft to an email inquiry on a listing is the beginning of a conversation. Organized events are settings where people are in a mode of meeting and learning about each other. So for example, chamber of commerce or service organizations that you may want to join, such as Rotary or Lions Club, it's important to be good at effectively conversing with people. In those circumstances, I find that a lot of sales professionals internally compare this to speed dating. You're not sure how long they're going to stand there and listen to you, so you have to take the opportunity to tell them all about yourself first to get them to like you and then wow, wow them with how amazing you are, hoping they will stick around and become more curious to learn more about you. This is what most salespeople do. They're always selling. I was the same. I used to say this all the time. We are not salespeople, but if we're selling anything, we're selling ourselves. And I had to correct that mentality. The truth is, most people are truly more interested in themselves than other people. They are interested in what they want to know. They're interested in talking about their favorite subject, which is themselves, their needs, and the things that they care about. The funny thing is, we actually have the same urge. And this is where you need to think outwardly and begin to win their trust and start the foundation of a relationship. The most memorable conversation to them is one where they had a chance to talk about their goals and their dreams and wishes and passions. And when you give them the space to do that, you will solidify and create a positive experience with that person. You then become associated with that positive experience. Does that make sense? Most people won't remember everything that was said in a conversation, but they will remember how they felt during that conversation. They will actually forget most of the words that you said. They'll remember the most important details and a few keywords, but all of the other stuff's going to fade. What does stick, though, is how they felt during that exchange. The next challenge is knowing what to say. I find that this is always a challenge. Let's face it, we don't always relate to every person or The synergy may not naturally be there every time. If we aren't careful, we will fall into a habit of talking about something that is maybe exciting to us, but maybe not too exciting to someone else, but because it's easier. It's just easier for us. And this happens when the person asks you a question about yourself that propels you into this four-minute tangent. And the only time that that's okay is if they're like you and they have the same interests as you. And if they all like, if they like all the same things that you like, then you're going to make a great connection, but you can't rely on that. And it's too limiting to think that the only people that you can have a good conversation with are the people that are just like you. That will not help grow your business. 
Here's the first thing to understand. In an interaction where two people are having a discussion, it's important to be aware that the person who is asking the questions is the person in control and driving the conversation. You need to be the driver, not the passenger. So how do you gain control? You ask the questions. When they give an answer or talk about something, let that spur another question. Create a new habit, a habit of being curious about people. Become truly curious, become fascinated, become interested. Create this desire to know more about the people that you come into contact with. And if you get into this mindset in every interaction and genuinely become a person who is curious about other people, you will naturally ask the right questions that spur a conversation. And this is not easy for all people. It's not always natural, so it might take some practice. And you can practice and learn. It's a skill that can be developed. The best thing about this is that nobody really knows that you're practicing. You don't need a script partner. Every single person that you come into contact with is your partner. Find an opportunity to do this every single day and more than once. So here's some ideas to help you get started and get you thinking of where these opportunities can be. When you arrive at the office, say hi to the front desk person. Ask two questions about them and see where the conversation takes you. When you talk to your children about their day at school, see if you can ask questions to get more complete answers out of them rather than, fine, good, it was okay. Be curious. Ask and learn about their interactions with friends and teachers and get a deeper understanding of their lives at school. Go deeper. Talk with your spouse and ask more questions than normal. Go deeper. Understand his or her day a bit more. Share in the victories and the defeats of the day. When you're in a restaurant, ask the server some questions about themselves to spur a bit of a conversation. Not in a creepy way, but out of genuine interest. See what happens. When you go to the bank and you interact with the teller, which is happening less and less now, but with my corporate stuff, I still got to go to the bank once in a while. But take notice of something to spur a conversation and try to leave that interaction making an impression of some sort. Now, these are just a few examples, but there are many, many more. Start to see the world as a place of opportunity and see every person as an opportunity to chat. Just get into a little bit of a chit chat, right? The subject matter is less important than simply creating a habit of just being chatty with people. Don't try to sell them a house. Don't try to sell them on yourself. Don't attempt to tell them all about yourself. Just practice having a meaningful human connection. You may have heard people saying practice makes perfect, but I say practice creates new habits that will make your life better and pave the way to becoming more effective. I don't believe in perfection. Now here's another quote. An ounce of practice is generally worth more than a ton of theory. What types of questions are the best to ask? The quick answer is whatever is important to them. Whatever will help you gain a better understanding of that person. Now first off, let's talk about the type of interaction. Let's face it, there are many ways that we come into contact with people. Every single time that we do, there may be an opportunity on which to capitalize. Nothing should be squandered. Based on your targets, you may have set a goal that you need to meet two people per day. Well, then make that goal all the time, adding two people to my list every day. Make that your goal and then make it three and then make it four. Lists. How can we add people to our list? What counts? Who is list worthy? Everyone. We already know the 10 and 2 rule. So if we know we are already eliminating 8 out of the 10, 
then we need to focus on the 10 in order to get the two. Does that make sense? This is the numbers game that everybody's talking about. But I've also heard things like for every 100 doors that you knock a knock on, you may get two maybes. Now, this is daunting, and I agree the thought of that totally sucks. And the reason for this is that it's a cold and difficult C activity. The odds are stacked against you in those scenarios. Now, we've talked about the contact card. Those of you listening right now may not know because you're not in the course, but contact cards are really important. Anyway, back in. The first step was the list. Next is a contact card and then the working file. And as as you start doing things for people, you need a place to keep all of that work, research, and communication, right? And these are active, hot files. Some files may go cold and you may pick them up again in the future. So everything should be in there to remind you what you did for them before and the conversations that you had and what you talked about. We're going to talk more about that later, but I want you to see the process. So here's the evolution. So there's an interaction of some sort to a name on a list, right? They they get added to your list, to contact card, to file, to working file, to an agreement, to a sale, and ultimately the commission check. That's the flow, okay? If you've finished Mindset Mastery, you know that there are so many different ways that you can meet people and leave some sort of impression. And we can't possibly cover every single way to meet a person, but I want to get across to you that there is always opportunity. In every setting, there is a chance to plant a seed. We can never control the overall result, but we can control the planting of seeds. There are situations in your life right now where people would be considered personal and familiar. These are people that that are in your circle or part of your dot, right? People that are within your sphere of influence and maybe a slight layer outside of that. People that are not in your everyday lives, but you see them once in a while and you know each other's names, but it's pretty surface familiarity. These are people that are perfect for practicing your conversing. Consciously think of ways to spur a conversation with them. Be genuinely interested and curious about them and get a deeper understanding of them. Do it. See what happens. Social settings, business meetup settings, service organizations, church, volunteer groups, sports teams of some sort, all fall into the category of personal and familiar. These all represent opportunities. And if they think of you as a high-quality individual, someone who is genuine and thinks outside of themselves, they will refer business to you when an opportunity arises. But you need to be that person, become that person. We attract to us what we are, not what we want or desire, until we become worthy of that. Does that make sense? There will be moments when you have a discussion with someone, learn about what they do, and you inadvertently will meet other professionals that are in the business of helping other people in other industries, such as accountants, lawyers, financial planners, and other service providers like that. And we deal with a vast array of clientele in our businesses, and we run into people that would be perfect candidates for these people. And we can be a fantastic resource for them. With that in mind, does it make sense to get to know their business philosophies, their absolute favorite and ideal client, and get a clear understanding of what they can accomplish for people? Do you think that this could be of help to some people that you come into contact with? Listen and learn so that you can capitalize on potential opportunities to connect people. If you become a connector, you will become a valuable resource. Now you are positioned differently in the eyes of these people. You you never know 
where a conversation will lead, but almost every time there is some sort of opportunity there, and if you're listening for it. You may not be selling them a house today or listing their house today, but one day you will. Before that opportunity arises, are there other opportunities? Do they know someone who may need your assistance? Do you know someone who can help them with something? Do you know someone who would be an ideal client for that person? Do you know more about these people now in order to become a person of value to them? Yes. And this is how you create relevance. I would even go as far as asking the question like, Hey, John, I run across people every day that may be a good fit for your business. Tell me, who's your ideal client? Then shut up and listen and make notes. If your philosophies align and you think that that person will do good business and make you look good if you refer business to them, then actively try to steer people their way and see what happens. Here's my take on referrals. I've seen people try to get money from other professionals and vice versa for referrals. In my opinion, this is crossing the lines. From realtor to realtor, totally fine. That's how we make money. We disclose to our buyers and sellers and it's all good. But once you cross industries, it gets a little fuzzy. So here's my approach on this. First, do you disclose it to your clients that you're getting a kickback or a gift or some sort of compensation for referring them to the professional? If not, that's wrong. (laughs) Here's a test. Think about it. If your client found out later, do you think that they'd be happy about it? If you're getting some sort of compensation and you actually tell your client up front, how do you think that sounds to them? If it were me, I would start to doubt that the person being referred to me is best for me. What's the motivation for the referral? To get money or to do what's best for me? So I've had numerous service providers such as financial planners or mortgage brokers offer me a referral fee of some sort or some sort of compensation. I tell them that I don't believe in that. I just want them to do a fantastic job for my clients and do whatever it takes to wow them. Make me look good, and that's all I need. I want my clients to feel that they can come to me and trust that I will lead them into the right direction, always. I want them to feel that my motivation is to consistently create a positive outcome for them, and this has always been the approach that I take. Think of it this way. These people become your strategic alliances. Cultivate 10 strategic alliances like this, and you will always have business coming in. If you got one referral a month from your 10 sources and added 10 deals a year to your business, that'd be a good thing, right? I have some strategic alliances that refer close to 10 deals a year to me from one strategic alliance, but you need to cultivate a great relationship and they must like and trust you and you must refer business to them too. This is the law of reciprocity. A Forex agent understands the law of reciprocity. If you're thinking outwardly, with real curiosity and a genuine interest in other people, that conversation should be relatively easy. Remember the mindsets that you need to employ? And with information, you become empowered to figure out how to help people. It becomes your superpower. In circumstances where it seems to be a little tougher to get things going, I default to something called form. And that's how I get into a good conversation with people. Form. F-O-R-M. Family. Occupation recreation message. All right, guys, I'm going to end with that. That's where I'm going to end. There's more to go into that. And I get deep into form and how to employ that and all that kind of stuff. But I don't want to give it all away. But that's going to be in the book. I'd love to hear your comments on that. Love to hear your thoughts on it. And if you want to know more about what we're doing and the movement we're creating and all that, go to forexformula.com. 
subscribe to this channel. Keep coming back. We're going to have lots of interviews, lots of different things going on. Check me out on Clubhouse. If you're on Clubhouse, look for 4x coach kelly look for that uh or just look for my name kelly johnston and uh let's let's connect that way as well i'm gonna start doing some rooms in there and uh instagram kelly johnston.training facebook kelly johnston.training and go to our free facebook group called the real estate agents learning center um love to see you there too if you're in real estate i'll let you in for sure and uh we got the youtube channel as well with other lessons and stuff going on there so anyway Lots of stuff for you guys, lots of different ways to connect. And uh, I just want to thank you for being here this week. And I hope you found this one kind of a little bit fun. Hope this helped you out. Hope there's some information there that maybe got you a little bit fired up and get you into that habit of getting into a conversation. Get into a conversations, get into conversations, be interested in other people. Get into that habit, make that a huge habit. That is the best habit that you can cultivate as a real estate agent. That's it for today. Hope you have a great day. Take care.